Extra Time with Neil Sang, Ryan Lowe and Dave Downey. This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. Good evening, welcome from the top of the tower. It's me, Dave Downey. It's Ryan Lowe. Sangy can't be with us this evening. Busy, he's off, busy boy, isn't he? He's off doing some uh, transfer deadline day deals, so uh, we'll catch up with him next week. And we've got Matt Jones in, who's, who's uh, on our Bias Sammy, a fan. Yeah, bias I'm here, fine, yeah. <laughs> Gonna have to put a fence up between you two tonight, aren't I? He's all right. Yeah, uh, we've got plenty to get through tonight. In fact, we probably won't cram it all in before the end. We've got Liverpool to talk. We've got Everton's capitulation. Uh, oh, Dave, leave it out, man. Um, I'll be reduced to tears in part two, because we're continuing this week with the uh, what we the rules we set out last week. Team that does best okay. on the weekend. Yeah. So Liverpool didn't have to do much early, did well, Listen, before you go on to that, I want to say my team done the best this weekend. As in Northfield Blacks, my under nines team. Um, been together about a month. Under nine starts my little boy Alfie, and we had one game getting beat three 0 just about ten minutes ago. Ended up winning four three. This was the first friendly. Then he went into the Campione's Cup up in Edgehill in the Ormskirk University, and literally finished one goal out by topping the group. And he went and finished third and played the third. Another team who played third in their group beat them. So you can say officially we finished third in the, in the whole tournament. And yes, they are first league game and the lads went out 5 0 winners. Could have been yeah. more there. The great keeper, the other team, yes. So big well done to my under nines Northfield Blacks for their first victory yesterday at Long Lane, Jeffrey Humbles. Now like, you can crack on. Uh, it sounds like Everton could learn from some of that defending, <laughs> doesn't it, Matt? <laughs> uh, right, we'll, we'll start with Liverpool then. Um, pains me to say but emphatic 3-0 win at Spurs probably doesn't get much better than that does it some of the attacking play I know yeah, could have been more couldn't it do, I mean and I've seen a few people actually moaning at some of the defensive work by Sacco of all people kept a clean sheet you can't argue with that Spurs were reduced to very few chances um, they had a couple where they probably should have scored in the first half but <laughs> I, I thought Liverpool were comfortably comfortable winners well uh, there was one <clears throat> there was one where uh, Sacco and Lovren. Lovren clad it together and let, I don't know who it was who was in but and he, he's hit it right at the keyboard and that was a vital part of the game that because it was just before half time that goes in you know they come out 1-1 one, one, and their, their tails are held high a little bit and then they force Liverpool into, into possibly maybe more mistakes at the back or creating some chances but after that I think sometimes that's a little bit of luck you need but after that I think Liverpool's the, the forward play, the defensive play at times, you know, Lavron was making some great tackles, albeit they were, you know, sometimes they were in each other's way, yeah, man, tackle. But first time they played against, uh, played with each other, the whole back four was a new back four. Yeah. Moreno, I had a few suspicions about him last week against Man City, but then I look back and think, well, he was playing up against David Silva and, and um, the other wing, Navas, wasn't Navas and, and um, the ex Arsenal boy, what was his name? Clichy. No, the winger. F- um, Sanya. Nasri. 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 Yeah. So I was thinking, well, fair play, and he looked a little bit tired and and so on, but I was thinking, oh, is he the right one? But you know, just he, he changed my opinion of him straight away again. And Mankilo, I think he done done ever so well as well, but I think obviously all the credit has to go to, to Stale, and I think the boy's just getting better and mm. better. He, he, there's touch into him, even Sturridge just as well, there's touch into him. He, he's taken three or four bodies out the game. I don't know whether you've seen a touch. I think yeah. Gerard fizzed into him. From the left back position or the right back position, and he just touched it. Said he was away, he was on the attack, and I was thinking to myself, this boy can only can only get better. So yeah, you know, three 0 winners, and possibly could have been more if our Super Mario would have had his shooting boots on. Just going back to that, you know, the back four. Lobby made the point there. Three out of the four, I think, never they were the brand new players for Liverpool, yeah. Matt. But uh, it's long overdue. Liverpool have had 
decent. I say decent <laughs> quality fullbacks. It's it's we, not just three yeah. out of four new players at Liverpool. They're three out of four new players to the Premier League as well, mm, aren't they? Yeah. Or as, as in, well, sorry, two Saffle, of them are Sacco's, yeah, yeah. Um, and they've done really well. And the, the two young lads, the two fullbacks, who've uh, certainly Manquillo's not got much pedigree apart from what Brendan's seen him and he's done really well they've kept out some good players yesterday Spurs aren't any mugs going forward so they did really well What did you uh, what, what did you make of a, a central defensive partnership like that I mean does that mark the end for Skirtle for you <coughs> is that is that the no. back four for no. you No I think uh, I think that'll be changed that day I think that'll be changed quote, throughout the current season Champions League FA Cups and I think you will see mix and match but a lot of people say to me, like, Sacco, I watched Sacco in the World Cup. And look, don't get me wrong, he's, he's a big unit, a strong. I don't think he's comfortable on the ball, but a lot of people say he is. And, you know, he, he played one in and got cut out and he, he nearly scored from it. But sometimes he flatters to deceive me. You think, I, I think, well, what's he doing? And I, the ball will go there. He'll play a five-yard pass. He'll get, I'll get. that was a bit risky. But, look, the fellas are international. He's played so many games for his country. He, you know... Last season he'd done okay for Liverpool when he was called upon. This season I think he could find himself a little bit playing second fiddle to the two centre halves, i.e. with Skirtle in there, because I think obviously the manager fancies Skirtle and he's paid a lot of money for Lovren, so I think he's going to bear with him, um, and I think he's going to be second choice. But fair play to him, I think you know that was his first game back from I don't know probably mm. three months away if you like, not kicking a ball. And I think he's done okay, and hopefully he can only get better. Two players for every position is almost cliche for the top side, Matt. So, what what is the likes of Enrique thinking there? I mean, he, he could find himself possibly third place. He could, he could even, it, depending on how Brendan looks at it, he could find himself fourth place, couldn't he? If, if Rodgers decides to choose, which he could do, Johnson and Flanagan both ahead of him mm-hmm. at left-back, which he has done while Enrique's been out injured. Yep. They have got a really strong squad now, though, haven't they? That was the... The argument last year was they didn't yeah. have anyone behind it. But you look at that, for me, they've probably got the most exciting front four in the Premier League, possibly only behind City. City yeah. But with Balotelli, Sturridge, Sterling, Coutinho, then you've got Lallana all the, the new signings, Lalana, the um, Markovic as well Markovic to come in. Player when he's coming there's, on, yeah. there's six or seven really exciting attacking players. Then for me, Sterling is probably the most exciting and player to watch in the Premier League at the moment. That's where it dawned on me, though, yesterday <laughs> when I seen that bench because uh, I think someone put up on Twitter uh, the last bench at Spurs last yeah. season or a couple of years ago, I think it was, and it was uh, it had like spearing on it. Yeah. All due respect to these players who've yeah. gone on to different things, but. Uh, it wasn't near as frightful yeah, as the one no. that was on the but bench against Spurs. I mean, we were, you look at those players, they're yeah. international class coming off the bench. We were talking about it last week, Dave, where we Liverpool have signed quantity and quality mm. for me, and, and they have got it. And, and going back to the um, to Enrique there, I think you can see him featuring a, a, a bit further up the pitch, like a left winger type. You know, maybe a 15, 20 minute cameos when you need a left foot or someone who's got that left foot who can then maybe pick a pass out for Balotelli or put it on his head from, you know, 20 yards and a whipping ball, something like that. So I think you'll see Enrique used in a different position this season. Um, but yeah, going back to the bench, Dave, uh, you know, you don't have to look at it and it's perfect for, for what you want, isn't it? You know, as I said, you've got Lallana to come back in there. Um, you know, Emery can come on yesterday and he, he done okay. He was a bit of a driving force, a couple of step overs trying to get forward. I think that's what Liverpool have been missing because, you know, these cup games and I think Brendan Rodgers has said in his interviews, you know, ideally he wants to win a cup this season and I think with that squad, with the Champions League and the cup games coming up and the Premier League, I think Liverpool can go on and win a trophy and, you know, can do well in the Champions League as, you know, we've seen a draw, but 
you know, I think they can they can hold their own this season and, and finish in the top four, definitely. Look look we, at the players who weren't in that squad as well. They've just sent Ibe out on loan to Derby, who's going to be... He could be the next Sterling, couldn't he? He's going to be a very good player. Flanagan, as we've mentioned, he, he didn't play because he's injured. Yeah. There's so much talent in that squad now. Wisdom's out there as well. He's out on loan, isn't he? Yeah, I, I think... Uh, <coughs> I think Wisdom could... I think... I think Potentially, he could be looking for a move away. I think he, think so. you know, yeah. I think come January, if he does well at West Brom, isn't he? I think if he does well there, I think that could be made him. It's like Martin Kelly, fringe players, good players, by the way. Uh, Jordan Ivey. I think on that match, a lot, a lot of people say to me, oh, he could be the next Sterling. Well, guess what? He had his chance before Sterling and never took it. Mm. Now, whether that's a bit of, I don't know whether, it, you know, he, he didn't feel comfortable going in the Premier League. He, he found it a bit tough. He struggled a little bit. Yeah, he's going to Derby, Derby. County now. So we'll see how he does in this. He could be another the one I think with all due respect Liverpool paid a bit of money for him when he was younger um, I think he could be another one out the door because you look at the squad Liverpool have got now you know and, and the, the, there's quality in there aren't there I know it's a completely different argument but that's where you sort of start looking at why aren't English young English talent getting a, getting a chance at yeah. a foreign players coming yeah. in we'll save that for another time <laughs> we've gone about 11 minutes without mentioning his name I think Lowe we mentioned it once actually just then Mario Balotelli Super Matt. Mario <laughs> How do you think he did on his debut? Because I've seen mixed reactions. I've seen a couple say, well, you know, he's missed sitters, so it's a poor game from him. Others, like we were talking before we come on, Lowe, you were saying that he had Different a good game, of his game yeah. What did you make of it? Well, he missed that header, didn't he? But apart from that, I thought, you know, his work rate, which is what people have questioned, was, was outstanding, wasn't it? There was a couple of times uh, when he, he was making those runs, which he perhaps wouldn't have made at City. There was one, certainly in the first half, I think. He got absolutely clattered by the uh, the fullback, but he got up and he carried on after making a run. A couple of rolls first, but yeah. Yeah. He, he did the job, didn't he? He did the running, and, you know, by the time he came off, Liverpool had seen the game through. He did a, a good job for his first game, and first game up front with Sturridge as well, so it was certainly promising. It was it was Mario Balotelli, the footballer, I think it's fair to say. Well, there wasn't any antics. I that's, mean, it, that's what you want, and I think that's what we'll get off him. Look, you know, there'd probably be an, a time in his career at Liverpool that he does do something stupid, or he does get sent off, or he does get two yellow cards and and then ends up with a red. It, you know, anything can happen. He could he could fly in for a challenge in the ref go, oh, I'm deeming that as a red card. So, look, you know, because he's got that little bit of few, that short fuse in him, and we all know it. But yesterday, going, going back to yesterday, I think they, they had the first couple of minutes, he couldn't have done anything better. Or like the rebound follow-up, he's probably thought, oh, Christmas Day, yeah, boom, 1-0. <laughs> you know, what a start. Um <coughs> The, the other head that he had the same sort of position I think he's taught to get oh I'm in here you know slid off his head and, and gone wide I think the volley and I think you see Brendan Rodgers laughing in the background on the telly I think that I've done that myself by the way and, and a lot of people have but I think he thought whoa hang on a minute what's going on here I'm in the Premier League he's played in World Cups you never ever whenever you see a goalkeeper shanking it like that nowadays in the Premier League he's probably thought never mind Christmas Day I've Christmas dinner's on a plate, yeah. <laughs> because he's thought, what, oh, the keeper's off his line. He's just shanked to me. And he has tried to well here, hasn't he? And he's probably yeah. thought, and then he took his eye off the ball. And anyway, it went into Rosehead. But as old up play, as positional play, I think everything Gerard said after, in his interview at the end of the game just nailed it for him. Because I said to you when I first walked in here about his performance, and I hoped you did see it, that he was. He was left of a five at one stage when, you know, they had a little bit of possession and then I seen him tackling back in the right-back position and winning the ball, little back heels here, then and there. And I thought, you know what, fair play to him. And he he run his socks off until he had nothing left and that's why he lasted an hour. But if Mario Balotelli can give Liverpool in the next 30 or 40 games, whether that be continuous Champions League and Cup games, 
the effort he, and desire he give against Tottenham, then Liverpool will be okay with him, I'm telling you now. Let's see if it lasts. Right, uh, part two, we've got plenty coming up. The return of Steve Hothersall to extra time as well. He's spent all summer out. That was a little sly dig, that let's see if it lasts. Yeah, well, really? is, let's see if it Don't lasts. Don't be like yeah, that well, now with Super Mario. Listen, temperamental character. Let's hope he, well, let's hope for your sake he proves me wrong. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna discuss the massacre at Goodison Park on uh, on Saturday as well. You're listening to Extra Time, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. Welcome back, it's City Talk 105.9. It's me, Dave Downey, Ryan Lowe, and uh, eventually Steve Fothersall when the mystery man. When he wants to come in, but you know, we don't moan because he's the boss around here, so <laughs> We'll wait and see. Don't forget, get in touch with us at City Talk 1059 if you have a view on anything we say. We normally have loads uh, tweeting in, but it's normally Sangi who's out with the controversial stuff, isn't it? So he might be able to take us for some dinner next week if he's doing deals today, know, yeah. Sangi. Be nice, wouldn't it? Be yeah, nice so to have a nice drink. Hopefully, he's listening. And uh, don't forget, six o'clock, Neil Atkinson uh, back in here with myself for extra uh, for. Oh, you got extra time on sli- That's what I mean. <laughs> and also, exciting news if you've missed any of the show, the podcast's back. So, oh, is it back? Yeah, all yeah. good stuff. Yeah, me, Lowry, and yeah. we'll get Sangley to do it as well. We're going to tweet a link after the game if you if you missed any of it. Uh, here's the man now, Steve Hothersall himself. Can't Glow, stay away from this show. Tan. Lowry asked me in. All over TV. You've missed, missed the show. You've missed the show. You're Mr. LFC TV as well yourself, now, aren't you? Well, yeah. Oh, I was loud. That I, I was. Um, <laughs> I was on a Thursday with Saints, yeah. yeah. And Peter McDowell, my yeah. old um, partner in crime on the radio, he's the one who introduced me yeah. to this. So, yeah, it was good. Good stuff. I always thought he had a face of radio, Steve, but it, it appears he can get on TV as well. Mm. Right. Let's let's get to it. I've avoided it long enough. Uh, you not Liverpool yet. We've talked Liverpool. We've, 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 oh, we've done. done that. He we've just brushed that off, didn't he? Didn't he? I want to. I want an unbiased view. Yeah. Of Everton's performance on on Saturday. Oh, I, d- I don't think if you watch match of the day, you can give a proper viewpoint because I sort of watched it and I think they sort of. Um, I don't know. They they don't give you the full picture, do they? On, on match no, the day. No. So from what I saw, I, I sort of thought yeah. you got absolutely battered there the Blues but then I looked at some of the stats which didn't suggest that whatsoever and actually listening to half the game as I went down the motorway sort of got Alan Sharpie for a while it sounded like they made a few silly mistakes but actually some of the other parts of the game were okay so I couldn't really give you an honest opinion on on how well they did or not well I, I watched I watched a lot of it and uh, I think they were caught cold in the first 30 or 40 seconds, whatever it was. Uh, I think they've obviously wanted to sit off Chelsea a little bit and let them try and play in front yeah. of them and not break them behind me, behind them. And um, I think disappointing in the, in the, in the two defences, to be honest with you, um, Dave, I don't know what you think, but for Jagielka to step out like that when he knows he's not last man and then to leave him go through, it's not like him, is it? And then obviously... You know, him and Distan, he, he seemed to be a little bit all over the place. I, I, I don't know whether it was communication from Howard or whoever it was, but that way in Everton that I've been used to, well, I've been used to watching on Match of the Day or even when they're on telly, because I will watch them. I'm not one of these mm. biased Reds who won't watch it. It's football, mm. so I'll watch it. Um, and I think they just found, this, they, they found it tough against an already good enough Chelsea team. You cannot be... A six or a seven out of ten against the Chelsea, you've got to be up there with your eight and nine. So that's Markins, by the way, and I don't think Everton did. Do, do you not think that it was some of the worst refereeing ever, though? I, I mean, for, for, for me, Tim Howard should have been sent off twice. Yeah, that, yeah. 
Absolutely, twice. No, no question about it. Uh, the second, and... the second time when he chased after um, Costa and fr- fronted right up to him. Yeah. You can't do it. But that that instance where he came out of the penalty area and touched the ball was the most sort of blatant. And I must, I'm, I'm, you know, I would say this if it was anyone, but it, it really yeah. was a dreadful. Do you want to like that? So that though, Steve, when you give it one of them to the yeah. linesman. <laughs> <laughs> he looks across to him with those yeah. well done. big toe eyes, doesn't he? Yeah, then... but but then at least three of the goals thought they were offside as well. Yeah, I, yeah. it was. Uh, uh, it was chaos, wasn't it? I, I'm yeah. still trying to get my head around it now, to be honest with you. In, in regards to the defence, Lowy, I, I mean, Jagielka, it's not for me to say particularly, but he, he looked he looked a little bit beefy for me, Jags. Do you know um, what, right? I, I, I don't know whether his head's still a bit, <clears throat> you know, up the wall over what happened in Brazil as well. I'm no, sure. I, 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 don't think that, I don't think you can blame it on that, because he never really featured, did he? Mm. Well, he did feature, but he weren't, you know, it we, we weren't as if, like, I'll blame it all on Jagielka, you know, over the years with the blame Rooney's, the Gerrards, the Lampard's, the Beckham's, and I don't think it was a case of that. I think it's just a case of maybe they might not be fit enough, yeah? You know, I, I've heard loads of things about Martinez, the way he's more football rather than running, but I still think in some stage in football you need to be fit as in running. Um, a mate of mine, Darren, goes, he's a scene tick, goes all the games, and he said that he just looks sluggish at but like 20, 30 minutes ago. So maybe Martinez may look at that and think, well, do you know what? Get them away now, internet. Well, they're all most of them are on international duty, but try and sharpen them up a little bit because it might be something they need. Um, Maybe it might be a bit of time for to, to step just uh, Josh Stone, what's his name John, John Stones, Stones in there and, and just give him a go and pull Jags out. I don't know. Or it might be the other way around. Pull this down out. Either one of them, you know. Jags is obviously the captain, so it might not be him. But go a little bit of freshness in in, in John Stones. I wouldn't be surprised tonight if if Everton aren't trying. I said I would be surprised if Everton aren't trying to get uh, a centre half in before eleven o'clock tonight. And uh, I know the rumours have been. I know we've we've seen our. I'm an Alan Irwin, haven't we, on the airwaves on Sky Sports <laughs> News all day. With loads of children jumping yeah, on him. sitting yeah. there with his packed lunch now. God bless him. Uh, he's sitting there, and the rumours were Ryan Shawcross, then the lad and the well, from Man City. Nothing in them, according to Al. So, I mean, I'd be really disappointed if we aren't looking at a defender. I, I think it's interesting what Lowy was saying there, because he, he initially was saying uh, about withdrawing Phil Jagielka, and then he said he's the captain. Almo- mm. Almost the caveat that you can't withdraw yeah. him because he's the captain. Yeah, but it makes a much, it's a bigger, much bigger statement, isn't yeah. it? If you, if you do withdraw Phil Jagielka, you've got to help him. If, if it is him who's at fault, see through a sticky period, haven't you? Yeah, I think, it, I mean, there's a lot of knee-jerk reactions after a game like that. You can see six goals, there's always going to be. Yeah. Uh, but you've got two defenders there on, on the wrong side of 30. Um, and I'm talking to the wrong man about that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a Sorry, striker on the centre-half. I'm talking to the wrong pair about that, aren't I? Um, but, you know, it, it lacks pace, that defence yeah. for me. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So, you know, Go Especially with your, when you've got Yeah, but go with your John Stones then. So yeah. he's got a bit more pace, and he. So I don't know whether it be, you know, it possibly will be distant because he is the oldest. And obviously, as I said there, I went back on my head a bit because Jags is the captain, so he may not want to do that. And Jags may be a bit mm. more of a leader than just I don't know. Or get your centre half to be a bit more up the pitch, a bit of a sweep. I, whatever they choose to do, I'm sure Martinez will find a, you know, a solution for it. But. It just weren't Everton a defending on them. Even um, who's the new kid who come on and tried to back you? That, that's not a Martinez way. That's just for me. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm putting his mic down. No, you're coming. Do, do you you're know coming what I'm on don't... against Chelsea, who've got arguably you know 
top top players and, and the kid tries to do that has not anyone not told him that you cannot do that because yeah. for me I think you know Evertonians will be he's got a lot to do now to get them Evertonians round he's no, spent, when, he's when spent, years, make, when he spent make... years on this show trying to be impartial and that was no 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 I'm totally impartial do you know what I was laughing about what do you think Roberto Martinez's last words were to um, who's the lad who came Bessage what do you think he probably said just take it nice and easy be nice and calm and, oh. and and he does that with his his that lad's had his ego massage all summer because his first friendly with Everton he was doing all that all was over he? the place doing the Cruyff turns he was giving oh. nutmegs everywhere and then he comes on on his debut and there's no there's no need for him to back heel it at there's all there's no need for him it's to just a, just, just, an just get hold of it and, and pass it mm. I think it'd have been the opposite I think Martin as I said go and get I think he would have said go and get on the ball be brave mm. you know try these passes because they needed to try and get back in the game at yeah. that stage didn't he but I think uh, you know. I think Everton were, Look, were very, very positive. Yeah, yeah, quality forward. Chelsea. Oh, mate, going forward, yeah. I can't. Follow. And you know what, Nate Smith? I said it to you last year on this show, and you done a show. Everyone yep. was giving him stick and saying mm. he is by far Everton's best player at this moment in time. Well, exceptional. Morales is up there as well, I think. Um, but he doesn't get the credit that he deserves him because that goal he scored, mate, that's a top, top finish from. If that had been off Ronaldo or Suarez or or Messi, that's getting talked about for weeks and weeks on end. No one's even spoke about it. I speak to my mates about it and, and people who play football and say, oh, do you see his touch? Boom, boom, right in the... They're, they're, they're goals that are seen up and down the country and up and across the world at world levels in Champions Leagues and it doesn't even get talked about. And Roberto persisted with him, didn't he? Yeah. While others were saying, why are you playing him? But he, knew, he knew what he had and he's now got... Full of confidence, and he, he's a player that you, you can't drop for Eto, no. can you? He's probably the first name on the sheet at the moment, Naismith. Well, the, the I, I bet he's he not. Through. I bet he's not. Oh. I bet you see him sacrificed in the next few weeks for someone. I don't know. Guaranteed. I think Martin is absolutely. I think he's. Ma- uh, I hope he does, and I hope he does stay Martin. there. And I hope he is the main man, and I hope he does become the main man for the man. I hope yeah. He, yeah. I think he can get twenty goals given the given the game time. We were we were talking about Balotelli uh, just before the break. Stephen Everton brought their own man in who's. Well, he's not controversial, is he? He's uh, got a record that any footballer would be proud of. Oh, well, Samuel, I, Samuel oh, what about his finish? And yeah, that was unbelievable, that was. wasn't it? I mean, there's not many who can who can convert a header like that. I got told he left that in, though. He's done him a favour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Tim Howard was saying. All about the other six. I think, you know, I heard this argument yesterday that, oh, it's it's massive to pay that sort of wages for him. I just thought you can't buy that sort of nah, experience. If, you know, if, if Lowy's in the dressing room, even at his tender age of thirty-six or whatever, and Samuel Eto walks in, you you oh. immediately go, "Wow, I've got, I can learn something off this, Easy. this guy." Mm. Easy. Do you know what I didn't like about him and Lukaku more so? Shaking hands with all the Chelsea players all the time. You know, if he, if he fell over, Gary Cahill would come over and be like, pat on the back, little hug, and all. Yeah, but do you want to see that? Happens, for, it? I know you've left just left the club, but do you want to see that? The mates, Andy. Do you want to see it in the middle of a game? No, but there's people that do it, there's people that don't, you know. I seen him giving um, John Terry organ all that, and mm. then he went up four down the line, never give anyone, and then he gives someone else one. So I don't know, I think it's just friendships they build up and, and in the game, especially when you're getting beat and you're not doing so well, and it might be a different thing. But one thing I wanted to mention about Diego Costa, I tell you what, he, we were talking last week about our goals. He could possibly go and get more than 20 goals, what we said. I think, did you say 25? Mm. But one thing I didn't like about him, was his, on that, by the way. Was, was his attitude towards Seamus Coleman. Now, I'm a, I'm a football fan, but, you know, when... <laughs> no, I, I, I don't agree with you, Lowy. No, because... No, listen, let me tell you. You might not have seen this. Go on, do you know what I'm talking about, yeah, Steve? Yeah, he went, he went over to him and gave him a little bit of verbals after, the, after he'd scored, didn't he? No. 
No. The bit oh, went was so, a bit before the that. Bit, someone, oh, right, else, right. someone else scored. Someone else scored. And he picks the ball out the back of the net and he runs over to to, um, to, to Seamus Coleman and he's like that in his face, like saying things. You can clearly see him saying something to him while the lad's on the floor. I think it was the own goal. In fact, it was the own goal when he knew it went enough. Yeah. That's lack of respect, that for me, whatever level you play at. He's rubbing salt in wounds there, and I just didn't like it. I thought, you know what? I, I like Diego Costa because you know he's he's a tremendous talent and a tremendous strike, and his goal ratio will he will set the Premier League on fire this season. But a little smart here, mark like that. Why? Why, why do you need to do it? Well, it's, it's only words, isn't it? It's only. I mean, I mean, it's, I'd love it's, to know it's, what he said. You know, it's, it's not half as bad as Tim Howard coming up and you know having a go at Costa no, in, yeah. in, in his I, face. I know, and raising his hands, and he shouldn't do that. But I just think Sle- but, sledging goes on. I know, but I, 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 don't, I just don't think there was any need for it. And that was the first thing I said to me, mate. I said, I'm disappointed in him. He's a classy striker. He didn't need mm. to do that. Would you get, I don't know, let's say, classy strike. Would you get Messi doing that? I'm not sure you would. you get Ronaldo doing that? You know, but know. It, it, that, that's it, it part of his game, that, I think. Yeah, and he doesn't appear as the innocent type no. anyway, does yeah. he? He, do, he looks a bit of the, the rough and well, ready. They said that he were Liverpool on a verge of signing, and they said that this fella's like, yeah. you know, as bad as Suarez, he's oh, a bad yeah. boy, and that I think players like him need that edge to do well, Steve. You know, you, you look at him there, and he's, he's screaming obscenities at the opposition, and he's giving them little elbows. It all originated yeah. from, I think, Coleman was giving him a little nudge in the back, because players know if you, if you play yeah, on that, of course, he's yeah. going to explode, and there's well, a chance he can get sent off. Well, people, I think Mourinho alluded to it, and post-match comments he was talking about it last night yeah. on uh, he was talking about it last night on the telly saying mm. um, you know he's just put a flag up there to basically say look this is what I'm not about so if you get into me you could see red mist so yeah. you know what's going to happen now you know in the next couple of weeks you're going to get people who like to defenders winding him up leaving one in on him going down the back of his heel and see how he retaliates because he, he's got something a screw loose and he could end up getting a couple of sendings offs at lethal though as a, as, a, as a finisher. Oh. Well, well I, he could be the difference, couldn't he? For, for them actually winning the Premier League, I think. Steve, Keep him fit. The one where he was slid through and, and um, Howard's already to the ground and, and the step over his other foot. It's a couple of, <sighs> that composure, for me as a striker, is just second to none. And then to put it through his legs. But someone said to me, I think he scored four goals and every single one of them being through the keeper's legs. Has he? Yeah. Talk mm. about composure. What about the two finishes from Raheem Sterling this season? Exactly. That, that finish for goal one yesterday, and the finish on Left day foot, one. Day one. I mean, he's actually converted two incredible but then, goals but there. But then the chance <laughs> when he was two, you must yeah, have been out your seat, you and Mel's, because I thought to myself, I thought he toe-poked it, because... I've been speaking to our goalkeeper coach and a couple of goalkeepers that they're all one of these now. If, if, if you're set and you're waiting to finish something, like say for instance you're on a one-on-one, they're saying, if you can toe-poke it, it's guaranteed the goal. Well, what if you can't toe-poke it? You're not really used to toeing it. He, he needed to they're put saying, you're flat-footing the keepers, the keepers are not getting set, whereas you're opening your body up to get they're getting set. So... I thought he'd actually done that. I thought, oh, no way, he's trying to so poke and it's just gone in his hands. But obviously, he didn't get round and get enough power into it. He needs but, to put his left foot through that as soon as he gets through. Well, he just scored with his left foot, Steve, and I'm thinking to myself, once he threw, go on then, it's a bit your left foot. Because he probably still could have creeped it in the bottom corner the same as his first. But he's another one. He's, he's setting the Premier League. I like him this season. Listen, you can't moan when you win 3 0. I can moan. We lost 6 3. <laughs> so there we go. Right, we're going to take a break. We're back in uh, a couple of minutes. I'm going to talk about this uh, transfer window. Radamel Falcao. The latest big name. Oh, my phone's just rang one minute. <laughs> <laughs> Extra time on City Talk 105.9. 
Welcome back. It is extra time. The man was right. Uh, we've only got a few minutes left, but we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the transfer market. It is deadline day, as Sky Sports News are probably drilled into your skull and you're throwing things at your telly about now. With the, I don't know if Jim White's ready and all that. Um, Lowy, it looks like Radamel Falcao's coming to the Premier League. Well, uh, I think United have paid the £20 million loan fee that others wouldn't. But is that what really what they need? I mean, you know, you look well, at it, you're going from one extreme to the other, aren't you? Yeah. Phil Jones to Radamel Falcao. Well, I didn't think they needed another striker. Whether they're looking at Robin Van Persie or, you know, maybe he can't last the, the full season, or he wants to give him a little bit of a breather and rotate them too. Because it's not <coughs> as if they're in the Champions League that they're only going to be playing. Well, I played what three games? They're only going to play another thirty-four games. 35 games so you know I know the cup games I think you know they probably play a, a lot of young lads whether he wants to go out and try and win a cup so I can't see that uh, the point in paying £20 million for him uh, whether he's thinking Falcao can be the difference of him getting promotion and he's going to stick with the three at the back and he's he, you know he thinks that the, the back three can do a job for him and keep clean sheets but it ain't being proven up to now so for £20 million is, is, is a lot of money is that United's board and United that, that Ed Woodward, who's the chief executive, is that them saying to him, look, here's all sorts of money. I mean, I think in those situations, if, you, if you're rebuilding the squad, I think, you know, you look what Brendan Rodgers at Liverpool took time. Yeah. First year, he finished seventh, didn't pull any miracles yeah. out the bag, but it was a steady progression. Do you think just throwing money at it is the answer? No. I think he's come in, Van Gaal, and gone. I'll take this job as long as I can have what I want when I want, and I think that's been the case. Because he, look, <clears throat> he's a proven manager in, throughout the world. Now, if he's going to come to Manchester United, and, and I feel a bit sorry in David Moyes, and you probably won't agree with me, but he never got given this much time. He's bided himself three months' time already now, Van Gaal, by saying like it took it takes him three months to get this system in place. Well. I don't think it should take three months with anything because football as a system is just all a load of... If you really... What's that noise? If you really bogged down and watched Neville and Carrie on their Monday night stuff and they show you how they line up and they go along the back four and along the back three and the back three can turn into the back five easily. The back three can turn into a back four easily. It's just... On paper, if that's the way they're playing three five two, but it's every man for themselves. They're in a different position, so I think he's buying himself a bit of time straight away. Will he succeed? Will he do well? Yeah, but he needs better players than what he's got. Do you think they're capable? You know, we're talking as if Falcao signed, um, which is you know near as damn it at the moment. Do you think he's the difference between them finishing outside the top four? I mean, is the top four his minimum requirement now to stay in his job? I'm not sure, Dave. I think, again, I think all these terms, what he's coming on, are his own terms. He ain't, look, he won't be getting a year's pay if he gets sacked. He'll be getting four years' pay if he signed a five-year's contract. So it's all on his terms, I believe, anyway, because I think for him, his stature and who he is and his his legacy, if you like, for being a top, 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 top gaffer, I think it's all on his terms and he does and says what he wants to do and say. Um, defenders, you know, He'd have been better keeping Rio Ferdinand, let's have it right, to, to, to play the anchor man at the three at the back because he's a leader, he's a talker, all right, he can't get around the pitch as much anymore and he's, he's still doing okay for QBR. But you've got Johnny Evans who played against MK Dons the other day and looked bang average. He probably wouldn't have got an MK Dons team if you looked at it the opposite way around. He put him in at MK Dons shit, you wouldn't have known any difference. Uh, the young lad who was playing to the left of him, Phil Jones to the right of him, Phil Jones is not a bad player, but for me, he ain't world class. And if... 
Van Gaal's trying to get Man United playing his way and wanting to win trophies in Premier League, then he needs to go and buy at least two class centre-halves. One of the things I've seen on Twitter today was the, the idea that he drops Rooney back into a deeper role uh, to play. You know, I mean, they've been crying out for a midfield player. You know, Ferguson did it with Rooney a lot towards yeah. the end of his time at Man United. He pulled Rooney back a little bit further. Do you think that's what is maybe in his thinking when he's got Rooney Falcao Van Persie? I mean, that, on, you're talking about on, well, paper, yeah. that on paper, that is absolutely... Exactly. Well, you know, you, you might look at Matter, he might leave Matter out. Mm. He might play Rooney one side, Di Maria the other. He might change, he might go 4-4-2. Four, four, As I say, the, the systems for me are just here or there or anywhere, really, because they always fall into 4-4-2s four, four, or 4-5-1s or 5-4-1s. They're all different types of positions. So I think it'll just be a case of... He's wanting to hopefully try and keep the back door closed and, you know, not concede as many goals. Um, and I think if he thinks he can go and win games 4-3 rather than 4-0s or 2-0s or 1-0s, then, you know, look, no-one's questioning his managerial tactics and his managerial career because he's, as I said before, he's a top, top gaffer. But I think it's going to take time for them to get used to it. What have you made of the, the transfer window as a whole, particularly for Liverpool? I mean, it, we, oh, we, we touched on it earlier about the bench they had coming on. Yeah. I mean, it... it does look like he's he's got it right in every single Quality. area, doesn't it? Yeah. I remember having a brief chat with Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> um, I took my little lad up to, to watch them train and I ended up in his office with him for half an hour. I'm not boasting about it. Well, I am boasting, but I mean... And he was very intrigued in what he was telling me and he was talking about, you know, players at the club and players who players he wants to the sign. And, you know, he knows a player from the minute he sees them. Obviously, he'll have to monitor them, whatever else. But, you know, we were talking about players who... who like, say, for instance, Andy Carroll, who, who basically, you know, it weren't his type of player. And there was no hard feelings. Look, you're not my type of player, so, you know, you can move on. And I think he's quite fair like that. And I think these players he brought in... He, he he was always intrigued with like small. You look at Joe Allen, you look at uh, Moreno, you look at Al, uh, Mankilo. They're not the biggest. You know, Flano's not the biggest. Um, you know, the, the players in there who are not quite tall. You think, oh, look, people just go for big, big lads who can run and and whatever else. I think he's he's looking his philosophy. Obviously, he's all playing football, and I think the players he brought in these young lads. I think he's obviously had them watched. And he thinks, yeah, I don't care how small they are or how big they are. If they can play football, they're, they're my cup of tea. And that the, the signs he's made, hopefully this season, can can come to the to the, the fort and and produce the good for Liverpool. Because up to now, I think they are. Where do you think it's acceptable for Liverpool to finish this season? I know we did our predictions in the first week of the show, yeah. but I think you know you, you, you'd have two contrasting performances. I know we weren't here for the Bank Holiday Monday. We had that game against City where yeah. second half, I think you know City really, you know, showed how much of a power out they are. But, but I think you look at that yesterday and you think Liverpool playing like that. No, no sides won't get near them. But you, you only have to look at City, though, and that's why the champions are like it. You know, they, they may have fell upon being champions last season because Liverpool, you know, not, not give it away, but it was theirs to lose, and they, they lost it. But I think, for one, I think they've got a little bit more experience, Man City, because they've been there and done it. Um, Man United with United a few years ago, last day and whatever else. And I think Tottenham was a bit different, and I think. Tottenham were there for the take and where the City was the first 40 minutes obviously you'll watch the game Dave and I think if Liverpool could have scored early on it could have been a different kettle of fish because you know Coutinho was flying through and he had no passes he never had two up front there was only um, Sturridge up on his own I think if you'd had another striker up there maybe it caused them a couple of problems because that's what happened yesterday you had two strikers on so I think Liverpool would have scored against City and got the noses in front. I think that they give them something to hold on to. All right, maybe it might have come away with a draw, or you know they might have got beat two one or three one. I don't know. But 
if they'd have scored the first goal, I think it would have been interesting. And I think yesterday was, you know, a lot of uh, criticism was going on about Liverpool going, oh, look, you know, this, they can't do it at City. But it was one game, you know, and if Liverpool can beat City at home, the next, you know, when he played them at home, well, it's three points either either side, and that is is championship material. If you can do, you beat your own games, and you can pick up points away from home. So, for me, as I said from the start of the show, Dave, I think I'd like to see Liverpool win a trophy. I'd like to do reasonably well in the in the Champions League, which I think they will. I think they'll finish first or second in our group, and you know, if they can finish, I don't like saying it, they can finish in the top four because it is going to be tough this year. You look at Chelsea; that you know, they're not a bad team. You look at City. Um, Tottenham, I, I think they could sl- slip away. At, you know, Man United. So hopefully, you know, it could be Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, and and City up 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 there in the top four. So anywhere around there will do well. But as I say, I, I'd like to see Liverpool win, win a trophy this season. You mentioned that Champions League throw. We haven't even spoken about it in this hour, but Real Madrid Brilliant. again, and the other two. You know, it, it's best of both worlds. I think it's a perfect draw for Liverpool because you've got the glamour tie, yeah. you've got the burnabout, yeah. you've got that night at Anfield, and yeah. then you've got two sides you probably should awesome. be putting to the well, sword. I was talking about it on LFC TV the other night when we were, t- we were talking before. Um, you know, Real Madrid are going to come to Anfield and they're going to fear coming to Anfield. They're not going to come to Anfield and think, oh, we can go there, slick, pass and get Ronaldo Bale on the ball, we'll fly past them. You know, we two or three goals it's not going to be like that because they're going to be intimidated coming to Lanfield it's a different Real Madrid than the one Liverpool will be 4-0 oh without a shadow without it is because you look at you look at Bale and Ronaldo they could probably beat any Premier League team on their own if you ask me you've got Rodriguez Cruz exactly they're all top top players Um, but for me I think they'll come to Lanfield and I think the atmosphere with Lanfield you you know you know yourself Dave Champions League night although you probably hate to say it, it it, it's something oh, it's else. It's, is, it's yeah. something different, yeah. and it, it's you, you talk about people coming to Anfield. Players who you know, like the Dortmund lads, were there a few months ago pre-season, and they were all taking pictures of the you know what an atmosphere that was. Because it is, it's electrifying, especially on the Champions League night. So I think Real Madrid have got a, a tough test coming to Anfield. Do you think Liverpool? Well, I mean, it's a weird one, I think, because Liverpool are back in the Champions League. Obviously, that was the aim, but knowing Liverpool how they are, obviously Brendan Rodgers won't accept just being a name in the competition and no. then that's it you're back in the competition now do you have ambitions of your own fire in it do you, know what I mean? do you think it's it's a, it's possibility well they, they could be nights like the year we won it you know what I mean the 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 Basic the, the Basic game was yeah. it when Gerard scores the that Olympiacos mate, the Olympiacos one, yeah. sorry you know they're, they're the type of games that you might think oh we might, might need to you know, roll our sleeves up here and yeah. be counter for it and have a good go. As we were talking before the draw, if you get a good lucky draw, so you don't put Liverpool can you know finish first or second in the group and then they, in the group and then they get through the group stages and they, you know it's a double header, isn't it? Then home and away, yeah. you'd like to think you could go somewhere. You know, you might get another team who is not a big. Oh, they're all big teams in the Champions League, but not a so-called big team. And you never know, Dave. You could find yourself in the semi-finals of the Champions League, and you think, or the quarter-finals. You think, you know what? There's two games away from being in the Champions League final. What a what a what a situation that is to put yourself in. And similarly for Everton, and back in Europe themselves, bit of a tough big ties against yeah, big Wolfsburg and. But look, that's what you want, innit? Yeah. Liverpool want that as well. You know, Everton are back in Europa League. When you win but something, you want to beat the best. Of course the you do. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to be getting. You know, you don't want to be getting these so-called not the best teams and travelling to these little cities and little countries. You want to be playing up against the, the, mm. the top teams in Europe. And Everton, I've got a tough draw, but I'd fancy Everton to, to come out of that group stage, definitely. 
Unfortunately, we've run out of time again. Uh, we just about managed to get everything in. Apart from, I'm sure Everton will probably gone and sign someone to record all for us. I hope so for Alan Irwin's sake anyway, outside Finch Farm tonight. <laughs> uh, we're back. Sangi's back all being well next week. Uh, thanks to Matt and Steve who filled in. It's been Extra Time. This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9.